Hello, Poppet. We're back. This message is brought to you by CBD Oil. Smoke it every day. We're here. Episode 12. We made it. Thanksgiving Day. Happiness to all. Hope y'all are grateful if you're here on this day. Uh, my name's Matt Arthurs. This is the Surviving Sticky Situations podcast. A very special episode tonight. We have my cousins, Elizabeth and Roland. Yeah. So they are going to talk to us about uh, their sticky situations in life. Whatever, uh, just going to have a, a genuine conversation. This if you're new to the podcast, that's all about kind of the health, uh, body, mind, and spirit. Um, overall, just trying to provide information with ways you can heal your body and um, learn from maybe experiences. And uh, yeah, so we'll just kind of talk about some cool stuff tonight. Um, anyone want to? Tell us a little bit about ourselves. We know Roland, he's a, a music artist, and Liz is a speech pathologist. You guys want to fill in the other details? Well, hit the nail on the head. So, uh, Elizabeth, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, uh, hip hop. Hip hop's the way to be. Mix it with the yoga, mix it with the CBD. Where can people find you? SoundCloud, but. I'm going to find them soon. Nice, nice. <laughs> awesome. And uh, so big fan of the, the CBD oil. I've been hitting your pen here today. Uh, it's really cool. I've never actually smoked. I didn't even know you could smoke CBD oil. And it's THC free, so great for people that are, um, you know, wanting to heal without getting that, doing anything illegal or having to, if you have to pass a drug test. Um, how about you, Liz? Would we want to tell a little bit about yourself? Um, I'm a speech pathologist in an all special education school. So I work with, it's not a regular school. I work with like ages five to 21, um, severely disabled kids. Um, and I think some of them actually do the CBD oil, like as their a part of their treatment like at home treatment mm-hmm. so yeah it's cool I like it I have a lot of fun so you feel like um probably does it bring you a lot of joy to like s- like oh, yeah. see you can see like you the results of like what you're doing and really feel like you're making an impact on kids oh yeah like it's crazy because you see like you see a lot of kids that like the one thing that they look forward to is coming to school because their home lives are so bad, mm-hmm. you know, like, and, and, you know, it's funny cause like growing up, I always, you know, my perception of school has always been like, Oh my God, I do not want to go to school. Like this sucks. When is the weekend going to be here? Blah, blah, blah. So I hated going to school. Literally. I hated waking up every, you know, early every day going to school, hated it. But it's because at the end of the day, home was comfortable and it was, you know, better than being at school. But I've learned being a speech therapist, like, especially with inner city school kids, 
like they live for school like they really do like they they live to come to school and they they live to just be out of their homes and out of the mess that mm. they unfortunately were born into that they don't have control over so you know when i have days where i'm like ugh, i like do not want to see these kids i do not want to see these slobbering kids like today i just think like damn like you know, this kid's dad is like beating them at home. And when they come to school and they come to speech class, they're like, they just light up. They're like, oh yes, cause it's like, so it's just kind of like, I guess put in simpler words. It's like, there's a lot, like it's just a lot of, um, what's the word that I'm thinking of? Gratefulness. Yeah, great. Yeah, gratefulness. It's like, <clears throat> and really rewarding too. Like mm-hmm. knowing and hearing from them as well. Like I love speech, Miss Liz, or this mm-hmm. is so much fun. And it's just like it's really nice going home every day. You know, knowing that I'm I'm stuck. It, it's like I, I feel like I'm I'm stuck in the system, almost. Stuck in a in the rut, and you feel like it's a rut or a, a good thing. Not a see it's it's like a mix of different things because like I just I feel like I don't know I I feel like it's just a lot more like complex but like I hate I hate the idea of like just the structured system Mm. and like the rules curriculum right the curriculum and like the rules and like everything that you have to go by and like even just like the whole like workforce and everything you know and like like that's hard for me because if it was up to me I would you know wake up every day and just chill and go for a run and like you know do whatever the hell I wanted to but you know knowing that just kind of you know I decided that I wanted to live on my own in the city and I wanted to you know I wanted to get out of my hometown and it sucks whenever you come to the realization that it's like shit, I have to, like, work, (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. if I want to do this, and it's, like, and it sucks, because, like, you don't want to get wrapped up in this system of, you know, am I worth a nine-to-five job, like, that's what I'm worth, I'm worth so many hours Mm -hmm. an hour, Uh you know, it's, like, it's hard to, it's hard whenever I look at my paycheck every two weeks, and I see, like, you know, I earned, I earned two thousand dollars last week, but I'm only seeing thirteen hundred of it, because seven hundred of it is going to the government for whatever, uh-huh. You know, and it's like, it, and like, that's hard for me. Like, it's, it's hard for me to, I think with any, with anything else, it, it would just be so hard for me. Like, I can't imagine working like a nine to five job at McDonald's or like mm-hmm. at Wendy's. And I'm not knocking people that do that, obviously, you know, that's just personal preference. It's just like, I, that whole, the whole concept of like, is your soul worth this much? Like, what am I doing this? Why am I, your time. what, right, your time? Like, what am I working but what I love about my profession is that it's all about helping people and it's mm-hmm. all about being that shining light for those kids mm-hmm. that need that. And so it's just like, oh, it's so, you know, like give and take. Right. Exactly. It's give I've, and take. I've struggled with the same thing with uh, just the government um, taking money out of my paycheck. And it just seems like they don't spend the money on like the right things either. And it's hard like I've been get trying to get a job in the government for over I started I applied over a year ago and I'm I've been accepted and I'm still waiting on their my future like depends on them taking their like sweet time you know and it's just uh it's just frustrating when you don't see like an efficient 
government, like if you have if you have someone working for you and they're like slow and kind of messing up their job, like you're not gonna want to pay them as much. So it's the same thing like with the government like taking your money. It's like. Well, they're not doing a good job, so why do they get my that much of my money? You know, if they were doing a good job, maybe it would be okay. It would, like putting money back into like the right areas, but most of the time, it seems like they're just not. Um, but I feel your your struggle there. I'm passionate about that. Yeah. Um, I, the government frustrates me. Same. They might kill me for saying this. But yeah, what else gives you like inner peace or inner joy? Like what's your, what else is like your passion? Honestly, like I, I think that, I think my sole passion is just getting out there and just making the world better in any way that I can. Like even if it is as simple as being a speech therapist that helps a kid, you know, say his R's so that he doesn't get made fun of or bullied. Mm-hmm. You know, it's something as minute as that just gives me so much gratification and like just so much like I feel like I have a purpose like I, I mm. feel like I just I feel like my purpose is to just get out there and, and give as much as I can and teach as much as I can and spread love as much as I can to the people that don't get it because you know mm. obviously all of all of us you know and our family we were blessed with parents that love us and yeah. you know and obviously we go we have our own struggles like anyone mm-hmm. with parents obviously and you know whatever else but at the end Everybody of the day has parents. Right. <laughs> no they don't they don't that's not true right yeah everyone has parents at one point right yeah and it's like at the end of the day if if i could you know if i could just be a little light in someone's life that's like enough for me okay so do you have you you're like you feel like you're definitely in the right place though for Absolutely. as far as like what you're doing just maybe the like the amount of hours or is there anything else about like anything you could like change about like your job or what you have any goals for the future that you'd like to like see some some changes or have you feel feel like you made it see i i still struggle with i still struggle with um following rules that don't make any sense to me Mm -hmm. and being in you know a public school district as big as the one that I'm in and you know having like that principal that's over your head and telling you to do this and that doesn't even have a degree in what I studied mm-hmm. like for example <laughs> probably shouldn't say this but he told parents the other day that we have telecommunication devices the principal of the school telecommunication really like it's just it's just ridiculous but there's like always that ridiculousness yeah yeah it's like so I think I think if I could like change anything and my main goal I would love to have my own practice one day Mm. and own my own place and then I could like I could do therapy but I could maybe you know hire some other therapist but basically just have my own clinic that like people you know kids with speech impediments like obviously at schools it's required to have a speech therapist for your kids with speech impediments but if you have your own private clinic that kind of opens it up to like more people it opens it up to you know maybe kids that can't be in school like you know kids that are in wheelchairs and they don't have any schools around that are accessible for them they could come to my clinic and get the help that they need you know I think that would be sweet that's kind of like that's kind of my like if I had like a fantasy end goal if I had all the money in the world that's what I'd do Mm -hmm. I would open up my own thing and just run it and 
Do shit and sell CBD oil. <laughs> <laughs> CBD oil. But it will fix now. everything. Buy it now. <laughs> buy, buy. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, I wouldn't, you know, I think your dreams can definitely happen and keep that always something to strive for, right? Um, yeah. I'm sure you'd be surprised. Uh, I, I feel like we're like getting into like a prime of our life and you can always there's you'd be surprised at what you're capable of when you you know think about it before you go to sleep and you know dream about it and it and you wake up one day and you make it happen and uh so I, I think like the the biggest thing that I'm learning as well like you know becoming an adult quotes I don't know if 25 is considered an adult yet but you you can be in the system like you can be in like in society and like with these robots of people that just go through the motions you can it's it's almost like i strive for it. i strive to be that one person in the system mm-hmm. that makes them think that i'm in the system but it's like i'm really not mm-hmm. you know and it's like and it, it's kind of cool because it's like a game you know mm-hmm. it's like ha jokes on you like i'm out here and i'm making a living for myself and pretending to play by your rules but at the end of the day like you know my me as a person of my soul like I just I would it's just different like you know like I don't think that I could ever conform to that I don't mm-hmm. think I could ever conform to that like uh, mindset I guess right like you I, I feel like with your hands-on experience you want to do it in your way uh, you know instead of maybe having it their way, you know, you'll, like, kind of wear the uniform, but at the same time, like, you're doing it the way you feel is, like, best for whatever situation you're dealing with at, at your job, and yep. sometimes I think being, like, a superhero, like, you have to just put on the, the like, normal citizen clothes or, like, walk the whatever part you're given during the day and then at night you put the mask on and and get to work on what you really want to accomplish is that kind of like your yeah. you know, good way to put 100%, it 100% yeah you nailed it on the head <laughs> like a good metaphor. <laughs> for sure um so do you have any like are you thinking about any other like side businesses or anything else you're wanting to promote right now um, CBD oil <laughs> I mean yeah CBD oil I mean it's great for sure you know I, I feel like I feel like I'm going to be one of those people that ends up, like, in 10 years, if not, like, maybe 20 years. I'm just going to end up in the Colorado mountains with a bunch of marijuana around me. Oh. And just... (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, you say, like, you know, like, what's my other side? Like, whatever. Mm -hmm. Honestly, like, I, I truly have, like, this weird passion and just believe that this that the this plant like this cbd oil that comes from it and you know it's it's incredible like this i just i feel like this plant has so many amazing like qualities you know from healing to creativeness to you know relaxing to Mm -hmm. getting an appetite you know for cancer patients like and to you know like it's just like it's so like so 
you know, in a perfect world, I would have my own, I would have my own speech clinic and I would also have my own dispensary. <laughs> Pretty yeah. much. It would be a perfect world. <laughs> Definitely. So do you like Colorado in particular? Is it just because it's like a place that's like, like legalized or like, are you into like the mountains and stuff too? Or? Um, you know, I've never been to Colorado, but I think, I think that living in Pennsylvania surrounded by these mountains I feel like it would feel more like home moving far away because, you know, I've always had the thought of, oh, I really want to move far away to Cali or I want to move to Florida or whatever. But when, when I visit those places, it's so much different than home because there's no mountains and it's flat. Mm-hmm. You know, and I feel like, so obviously, like, mm. marijuana being legalized is a big factor for Colorado, but I also think, I feel like Colorado would probably be the closest thing to home as far away from home that I could get. <laughs> mm. Almost, I guess. And weed's legal, so it's like, it's a happy place. <laughs> Definitely, I know what you mean, like, um, it would be weird to just come from somewhere that has mountains and then live the rest of your life somewhere flat like I feel like it just is kind of like in your DNA to be around um that mountain atmosphere and something about Colorado too it's just uh one of it they say it's one of the best places to live um good schools like just like one of the top like prosperous places that's where I feel I I love the mountains as well I'd like to have like a little tribe of snowboard goonies to just ride up and down mountains and and do whatever with so that's heck yeah maybe we'll be out there one day seriously (laughs) let's do it all right and the any any other like based on your experience like someone else that's like being a speech pathologist what would you recommend um you know is like not such advice but like like some sort of I call it psychotherapy because advice you feel like you're kind of giving yourself superiority to like hey I'm gonna give you advice because I know more than you it's not like that but just as like a genuine um, concern for someone else going through what you've gone through I would 100% say stay true to yourself and I know that's super cliche but I mean at the end of the day, it's really hard to lose yourself when you get out there because you do have so many people giving you advice, quotes, advice, but like they're telling you what to do. So, you know, like when you're out there and you and you go through grad school and you're going through clinic and, you know, you have all this coming at you, just at the end of the day, it's like come home, breathe deep and just relax. And mm-hmm. and you just you can't let everything get to you. You just you just have to just have to relax and you know stay true to yourself and and don't change for anyone you know mm. like if someone says you know oh well you need to be doing this this way you know as long as what you're doing isn't harmful to another person mm-hmm. you know never change don't ever change for anyone but it, i mean it's just ridiculous it, it's it's be- it's the best to be original do your own thing and i have found you know going through my own experiences i have done everything myself when it comes to therapy, when it comes to activities, when it comes to just ideas, I've all, like, I never, you know, I don't Google stuff. I think of stuff on my own. And it's like, it's just, it's a lot more rewarding that way. And you also, like, you don't lose yourself in it because you keep that originality and you don't conform to, mm-hmm. you know, what people want you to do. 
basically. But you can do it in a way that's like they don't know what you're doing, you know. <laughs> and I feel like that's all like system. Yeah, I feel like that's all like ways to just like keep the peace and um live a long happy life, right? Like mm-hmm. you want to be around people who let you be yourself and don't control you and tell you how to live mm-hmm. and try to like put you in this like cookie cutter or something. Right. Um but what other ways do you guys feel if you feel free anyone can talk about this like just how to achieve like peace how do you feel like to kind of be at peace at most of the time how do you how will you go about that well peace peace is a it's a deep one it's a hard one it's a hard issue and I think what happens is we're all sitting in front of TVs. And so all of our energy is in our minds and our eyes and not as close to our hearts. So whenever we, I don't know, almost shut it, shut the mind off, but not necessarily off, but slow it down maybe, the energy sort of sinks. And so we're not as concerned about things because our mind isn't racing as much. And that's almost like a metaphysical explanation of it, or like my imagination of it. But uh, how to achieve it, or how to go about achieving it is a, you know, that's a different, a little bit different of a task. Mm-hmm. A lot more deep. Um, so you feel like uh, you achieve peace through maybe nutrition? Definitely helps. Definitely helps. I think, well, you know me, I've, I've been vegan for probably going on, I, I don't even know because I spent too damn much. <laughs> Over a year though. And, and I just the, the difference of, it, it seems like I have less stress. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I, I've gone through, this is, without question the toughest year of my life without question and at the same time I'm, I feel like I'm also in the best headspace of my life and that's a weird you know those things coming in hand in hand is a strange thing mm-hmm. but it's definitely definitely a big credit to not I don't know making my own decisions really but when it comes to nutrition especially <laughs> How trippy, how trippy are we trying to get? You know what I'm saying? Real like, trippy. I believe, I believe that, <laughs> I believe that, uh, thoughts, energy, ideas that we transfer, even like through sound waves right now, but it also transfers through water. Mm-hmm. Information, like even DNA, how they could read someone's shit, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like that's information. So when you stress out, like, if I was to stress somebody out, or I was just, <laughs> that's a, that was about to be a terrible example, and you'll see why. If I was to stress out an animal, <laughs> and then kill it and eat it, there's water in the part of it that I'm eating. The information, the stress of that is, is transferred partially. And I, I think I've felt that. And, it, you know, that's a, that's a ginormous claim. But, uh, you know, obviously if you 
focus on the vegetables and the fruits, maybe you'd have a little less stress or everybody, you know? That's a real interesting concept because I've had like some really like crappy fast food and then I've had like some nightmares after. I swear I was having these like chickens nightmares and I've always wanted to try like uh, a vegan diet and stuff um, for like a little bit. But um, yeah, it like it was real weird. Like I remember one like for a while when I lived in California, I did try to um, it seemed like I was like getting led away from meats and stuff and then now it just I kind of have kind of come back to it more but um it's it's sweet you must feel a lot of benefits to be able to go off of meat for so long like it just really keeps you like must be like really powerful to you that you can stay like loyal to that um because I'd be like I'd drive past like McDonald's and be like (laughs) Well, <laughs> I'm going to, maybe just today. No, without a doubt, man, because, I mean, how it happened was I had a girlfriend, and she was vegan first, and, you know, she's trying to talk me into it, and I'm just blocking her out damn near completely. But what would happen is I would go to Wendy's, I will get my food, I will get my triple burger with cheese, you know what I'm saying, I will smash Mm-hmm. Then I'll go over to her place the next day and eat nothing but beans, vegetables, rice, fruit, and drink lots of water. And and then the next day I'll go back to my own. And then the next day, and eventually I just, the difference was too, it was like. Too prominent. Yeah. Like it was, it was, it was the decision. It was a decision that I had to make that was between the. Because, I mean, I, I I wouldn't say that a burger tastes better to me now. But at the time, it was a decision between the flavor and the the taste experience or how am I going to physically feel after. Like, do I want to feel healthy and energized or do I want to feel lazy and slow and tired? And And even if even if not lazy, slow, and tired compared to everybody, lazy, slow, and tired compared to what it could be, you know? It's like, I think life is about maxing out potential, being the best person that you can, and what it means, or what what it has to mean to be the best person you can is your, is your I guess not what it has to mean, but the only way to be the best person you can is to make your own decisions. You can't make decisions based off of other people. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, so I, you do you ever listen to the Jizza? You like the Jizza at all? Like he's Blue part Tang? of Wu Tang Clan. A little bit, not much though. I know he he you kind of remind me of him. He has uh, some videos and he's real. Uh, he actually made like a rap about like beef and how, um, just basically what you're saying. Like you feel that animals what it went through too. Like. And a lot of people's, like, argument is, like, when cows have babies and stuff and they're getting taken. I think the whole factory farming thing is definitely uh, just a disgusting um, process. Um, But, like, there, you know, everything kind of has that same toolkit of um, bones and everyone has 
legs, like every animal, especially mammals are like really similar. So um, maybe, especially with like a Buddhist approach, they have that like spirit to them. Um, everything has like a spirit. So like when you like take something else's life, you know, I don't know, I have a lot of respect for it. Um, so that's, but I remember like Jizza has like a whole rap about um, just how he's a, a ve vegan and stuff. So what is like the difference between like vegan and vegetarian? Are you, are you vegetarian or, or vegan or what, how do you, how do you specify that? So the, the main difference is a vegetarian will still eat eggs they'll still eat jello, which is a surprising one to a lot of people. And uh, animal, they'll still eat some animal byproducts. Uh, milk. Yeah, milk, right. dairy, they'll, they'll still have some cheese. Mm. But a vegan is no animals are involved. Give me, you know, what's from the dirt, really, <laughs> essentially. Mm. Okay. Um... So what's, what's, uh, so how do you, do you feel like you get more done throughout the day or you just feel like overall better, like just cleaner? How can you describe more about it? Self-control, I would say, I would say is the big thing. I feel like I have more self-control because I mean, if I have the audacity to pull up on Wendy's and order a triple burger and two chicken wraps and like a couple other like I used to smash yes. you know what I'm saying yeah. Taco I, Bell I wasn't a mild <laughs> everything at Taco Bell yeah, like I wasn't a mild carnivore no yeah, I was no. the T-Rex yes <laughs> it wasn't that long ago either no and that's why it's still very impressive that like you're dedicated to this um, lifestyle so I just like find it fascinating that like whatever it's done for you is like enough it's like what it, you you're literally a firm believer that it's better than any other diet out there, you know? Yeah, I've, and, I've, and I've done lots of research. Um, some doctors say that humans, we've been taught that we are omnivores, omnivorous, yeah. we eat both. I, I mean, I've been led to believe that the smartest doctors today would disagree and say that we are herbivores. The main thing is the length of the intestinal tract, and that's a pretty common thing that people know you know our intestines are real real long yeah. and food takes a long time so if you put vegetables in that it's whatever you know it can go in there as long as it wants mm -hmm. when you put a piece of beef in there it becomes rotten decaying it's a corpse it's dead it, i mean it is it's 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 oh. dead it's dead flesh and it and it, it literally begins to rot it turns to gut rot and that mm. stuff stays there. I know it sounds messed what? up, and it, especially since it's Thanksgiving, we all just ate turkey. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, oh god. But, but facts are facts, and the the fact of the matter is that it stays in there too long. It stays in there too long. It's longer than it's supposed to. You give a cat, you give a cat meat because its intestinal tract is very short. Like there's a lot of science behind it, but the the not all of the science for me came after the experience I'm, I'm really for me I'm, I'm like like if we're about to watch a movie don't even let me see a fucking preview like you know what I'm saying mm -hmm. like I just just let me dive in yeah mm -hmm. right. well I've heard that too with um, they say like uh, beef especially has some 
sort of enzyme in it that like your body reacts to and um, causes like an immune reaction like your immune system actually like finds a- a- attacks it as like it's like a foreign substance like you know your immune system's there to defend you from sickness so like you know scientists a lot of research has pointed to when the uh, meat like is in the system the immune system attacks it and causes an enzyme to release which actually ends up aging you faster too so I've talked to some people who believe that like humans can live up to like 300 years old um and it's it really is a lie like how I totally believe that humans can live longer without water like than three days they say you'll die in three days without water you'll die if you don't eat for two weeks but I've definitely been a firm believer of fasting I try to fast like once a month maybe for 24 hours or a couple weeks ago I had like I would say like a week-long fast where I mostly only ate like a little amount of calories and I felt like um, my problem's always been with digestion and I'm a big meat eater and I feel like sometimes I feel like I'm stronger but then there's other times where I feel like I'm weaker so you know everyone just kind of has to figure out what's good for them too I guess um but yeah that's that's really interesting and thank you for kind of giving us insight because I don't know that many um true um (coughs) vegetarian vegans and vegetarians and stuff um that stay pretty real to it so that's pretty awesome um do you you want to uh kind of talk about any of your um things that you've struggled with and and overcome at all or anything that you feel like you're open to maybe could help someone else that's experienced something that yeah i I genuinely think that any struggle in life comes from self-control and whether it's self-control from our own decisions or self-control from ourselves placing our decisions in the hands of others because whenever you give someone else the controller to your own life they're calling the shots obviously so Mm -hmm. if you can take you know take full responsibility for every waking second every decision every step you're about to take then you can also suffer the consequences because it's like if if I hand the controller to someone else and they fuck up, hey man, why you you know, I can I can put the blame on them and then I won't learn from it. But if I mess up myself and I step back, I acknowledge I messed up, I accept that I messed up, and I don't beat myself up for it. I just learn from it. Mm-hmm. I think that's the biggest thing, honestly, with today. Mm-hmm. If if I had a, one piece of advice for people today, it would be to Stop to remove the negative stigma from mistakes mm-hmm. and, and replace it with a positive one. You want to make mistakes. Yeah. I, was, I, was watching, uh, I was watching Jet Li and what was that movie called? It's called Fearless Today. It's about a, a real guy. And one of the things he said was when, when you fight, you can make mistakes. Or, or no, when, when, you, when you fight, when you compete, you can learn your own mistakes so that you become better. Like that's the reason that people have competitions. That's the reason for, you know, 
sport, or not sports, but like tournaments and shit. Yeah, that's interesting. So that you can learn your own mistakes, not so that you can beat someone else. That's what it is. Today, mm-hmm. everyone's like, I just want to beat everybody. Yeah. No one's mm-hmm. like, I want to be, beat myself. Like, I want to be the best person that I can be. But. Yeah. You want to be better than them. You don't want to be better than you. Yeah, not not yeah. better than yourself yesterday. Better than them today, and right. I think that needs to reverse. Yeah, 100%. it's that's that's interesting. You say that. I just read a quote too, on um, it was like something to do with like carpenters, but any job in general. They're like, this guy was like an apprentice, and he's like getting a job as a carpenter. <clears throat> And it's like, why have you, you know, the first thing the guy that was hiring him asked was like, have you ever made a mistake? He's like, no, sir. He's like, well, I don't want to hire you because when you do make a mistake, you don't, you won't know what to do, you know? And I think that, um, that's like a good way to just form that. What what you kind of said too, is like, um, we need mistakes. Life is just messy and you have to, um, thrive in the mess and just um, overcome, you know, I think the center of life is the struggle. Um, and, you know, if, uh, things that are fragile make it, everything beautiful. And uh, definitely, um, you know, I think just this, if you're in a struggle, I think the more you struggle, the more you know you're heading in the, the right direction. Mm-hmm. Um, so what what are some of uh some of your goals you have currently? Music just getting it to people, it's already made. At least the first album. So I I just love music. Mm-hmm. We could get we could talk about music for so <laughs> yeah. long and all the aspects of it, but mm-hmm. hip hop especially for me. Mm. And you know, a lot of people have money goals and I truly don't. Can't say I do. Try not to hate it because you shouldn't hate anything. But if there's something worthy of hating in today's society, it's certainly the dollar bill. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. And I feel, um, you know, you're just, that's just how a lot of people are, like, brought up to, like, be um, that, that's, like, at the center of their life. And, um, you know, you might just wake up one day and not be happy anymore because, um, you know, you realize that that was just like a man-made construct uh, that exactly. isn't really, um, you know, who even invented like a number system, you know, it's, right. it's just, it's not, it, I, I just, I'm totally about like the natural world and um, trying to get more people to experience nature and sad to see it like dwindling away and you hear all this stuff about like plastic in the ocean and plastic and sea life and um you know I just think just uh don't I I don't like where the the world's at right now and just I don't I don't know how to um change it other than you know just try to be like the best I can be and um, try to like set an example of of how p other people might be happier. You know, when you get out and can clear your mind out in the woods or um, meditate, doing uh, yoga. 
so how do you feel what what got you into yoga mm. the first time i did yoga was a p90x video i don't know if y'all heard of that yeah that workout yep. that workout mm-hmm. guy he had there's a whole bunch of like weightlifting, calisthenics just stretching you know aerobic anaerobic but the one disc was yoga and it was tough as hell but that's I think that's really because before I was a bit of a uh, yoga for sissies had that mindset about it yeah a little bit skeptical of it Mm -hmm. but after trying that I'm watching I'm watching these people do the yoga that I can't do and I'm trying my hardest and I'm just literally physically incapable of doing it so that you have to have respect for something that especially I mean I was a college athlete so Mm -hmm. being that I could play basketball or college basketball but struggle with yoga gives you it it, I think it sheds light on the importance of being multi-dimensional really yeah Yeah. it really shows like how the human body like is so like is dimensional is that the word that I want to say it's so um it's just crazy how much you can do with it because that's the thing with yoga like for me it's so funny like I always thought that yoga was so easy. Like, that is so easy. Like, why are, why are you, you're stretching? You are stretching. Standing. You know, yeah. Yeah, right, you're standing. You're lying on four. You're doing the downward dog and the upward dog and the cat. And, you know, I'm like, oh, those are easy. But it, it's been cool, like, for me, especially seeing you, like, you know, with this, what, you've been vegan for, like, a year, about. Yeah. A little I, over I think, a year. I think it's... Since yeah, June. it's probably approaching a year and a half. Yeah, about a year and a half. It's been really cool, like, seeing you when I come here and, like, the yoga that you do. And, like, I feel like I've seen how, you know, your body has transformed and, like, how you can... It, it just It's incredible to me that, you know, that you can... What your body can do whenever you practice, you know, when you stay committed to, you know, the certain thing or whatever you're trying to do... And how your body adapts to like, you know, it's it's really yeah. cool. It's been cool to see. Like you, re- you really start out as focused on like, you know, I'm doing yoga. This is physical. You know, I'm, I feel the my muscles tightening, or tightening or stretching, and it, it's really just a physical realm thing from the outside in. But once you do it, you you feel it start to bleed into the you know the spiritual and the mental especially the mental aspect because I feel like as people in 2018 we are physical first we we are we are what we see and what we like to see and what we want to eat and what we want to watch on TV what we feel yeah yeah we're 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 that we're visual we're visual audio all up here in the head and the mind or sorry the head and the eyes and the physical but then it's mind and then it's spiritual and doing yoga really allows you to connect that lineage almost like this is what you come from like you're a spirit before you are a physical being you know Mm -hmm. Mm. Um, is there like I've done like vinyasa yoga I think that's like my type of yoga that I've most experienced with Um, but is there like I know there's like a lots and lots of different types of yoga. Some stuffs for like um, relaxing, where others is for 
increasing your power output or just holding like long stretches or balance like what's what's kind of been your yoga path i i I think that's a really great question too because there are so many different yogas to do i tend to focus on my hips and my lower body mainly because most of my life i've you know push-ups dumbbells i've been real upper body focused and my legs they're not like chicken legs you know what i'm saying like the jack guy at the gym with the yeah. whole time not like that but <laughs> but still i think i think it's important to like if you do yoga or if you do anything that challenges yourself when you fuck up or when you make a mistake it's it's yourself showing yourself your own imbalance if that makes sense yes i said that kind of funny <laughs> but so being that I'm a little top heavy naturally from what I because I I'm not say I like to do but it's what I kind of do I don't mind it the other stuff doesn't come as naturally so what doesn't come as natural what's more difficult for you off the bat that's how you attack your weakness to achieve your own balance so I'll do like I'll do hip specific yoga and mm. then the next day I'll do the same thing and and I'll still you know I'm still working towards I'm still progressing yeah mm-hmm. right cool. have you ever tried kettlebells do you like kettlebells a little like? bit a little bit Kettle, like I I was someone showed me with kettlebells when I was younger I was real into like the dumbbells and stuff and then kettlebells hit me and it went along I've always been about like the body weight um, fitness uh, but it was cool it came from Russia and like the someone I think it was like his name was like Duquesne or something brought it over to America and um it's really simple exercises and you get like a full body workout and they're real short um but it's all like how you were saying hip hip specific you're like everything is hip first movement no matter what you do whether it's upper body lower body your hips are the first thing to transfer like the energy throughout the rest of your body um so that's like i've also kind of been along that like hip first uh workout where like that's your center you know having strong glutes where a lot of people are get older they have what's called like gluteal amnesia where like they forget they even have an ass and i've been <laughs> I've been guilty of that too. Like, if you look at a lot of like old people, like their ass literally disappears. <laughs> Flat ass. <laughs> so I think like doing like stuff like swings and um, just all that hip first movement is definitely key to just having living a healthy and uh, long life. Um, it's, it's, it's funny because especially with sitting, it will make your ass like disappear faster than anything. Right. And, and like in 2018 slash the past damn near hundred years, that's the, I mean, I, I'm always a big, uh, sometimes my failures are getting stuck on the big picture, but you can learn from it too. And like, if you look at human beings on our time on the planet, we haven't always sat this much. Like, right. Yeah. We've, we've been 
nomads. We've been, we've been all kinds of shit, but we have never really sat this much. And it's it's important to recognize that in order to work for the balance, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's interesting. We've had that like in our DNA from our ancestors. Like we come from this like long line of humans who have like struggled and fought to like really given their life to like what we have today. Like I remember, I literally just heard someone say yesterday like that like females are better runners because like they used to have to like pick up the kids and run away from like getting attacked by stuff, you know. Um, and I think that's like an interesting. Someone, you know, I don't know if it's actually true, but. Um, if you look at like the best long distance runners they are like females and stuff and it's like one of the things is like well they can take in more pain from like their child like being able to have children but then also like they can they had to like run be able to run with their child like if they had to get out of a situation it wasn't like the man that was running away with the child it was like the the mom it's like Moses Mm -hmm. getting and and uh, the pharaoh ordered the head out on all the firstborn, and the mom had to run with them to the river. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. definitely. That's really interesting. Um, so, do you guys take any like supplements too to why with your with your routines or anything? Anything that? Not since I've been vegan, I don't need shit really. You feel like you get all like every vitamin. Nothing. Oh, like, I lied. B twelve. If you're vegan, B twelve. That's the only one. Oh, okay. <laughs> you need B twelve a little bit, but other than that, I I found myself actually I take I do take iron because I do like kind of have an iron deficiency, mm-hmm. and that that kind of came out when I was in high school, and it came down to like. I don't know, my doctor tried, like, she said it was, like, kind of genetic, but, like, at the same time, I was, like, also very active, but I wasn't eating enough, it's, you get it from red meat, right? I think so, yeah, it kind of holds your blood, it it causes your blood to thicken, Yeah. it's, that would make sense. There are other natural sources of it, but that's the main. So, I wasn't getting enough iron for a while, so, um. I do take iron, and also, the B12 is really interesting to me, because um, with Roland being vegan, I have noticed, like, there's been a couple times that um, I, like, the tips of my fingers get numb, sort of. Does that ever happen to, like, any of you? Like, literally, I'll be sitting at work, and, like, the tip of my finger will just get numb, and I'm, like, I'm poking it, and I'm, like... I'm like, I didn't smoke anything today. Like, what's going on? Like, you know, why am I going numb in my limbs? And it, Roland actually said that B12 is something also contributes to that. So it's like, I take B12 as well. So like iron and B12, I think, to kind of like help my body like regulate a little better. Because I'm probably not getting enough good nutrition at all. Like that's something that I, that's actually my New Year's re- resolution, actually. Hey. 2019, hey, New Year's resolutions. I really want to start cooking, actually, like, cooking real food. Like, I feel like I've fallen into a cycle of bacon cheeseburgers and chicken bacon ranch sandwiches and spaghetti and meatballs and, you know, like, just super, like, they're easy dishes. That sounds 2018 keto to me. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's no, I like, know you mean that. 
Yeah, but, it, and it's, like, after, I don't know, I feel like that's probably what I've been making for the last three years. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like, since I've been on my own. Yeah. And I'm, like, I, you know, I need to, like, I need to get more nutrients in my diet, for sure. Mm-hmm. So that I don't have to. Feel a little depleted. Right. I know I've taken just a multivitamin, and that seems like finding, like, a good quality multivitamin uh, has, I can... I can just go longer, like, I don't have to get stuff from food, I can just kind of go, and I know I have everything my body needs, but, man, when your body doesn't have something, like, it tells you, like, and, yeah, and it's it's fr- it. it's frustrating when you are, like, um, like not performing as well, because you, like, don't have something, and you don't know what food will even give it to you, because, like, who's, who's actually, like, an expert on nutrition and knows off the top of their head each food that's gonna, like give them what they need you know right. I mean some people do I I couldn't even if I sat there and studied it I probably would forget um, and you know it's funny about like about that I had this girl from college reach out to me on Instagram she like slid in my DMs and <laughs> what does that mean she slid, I, she, she slid in there is that like that's I'm sorry <laughs> I could be out of context is that sexual is that a sexual no. thing when someone okay. slides in your DM? okay 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 I can I totally like I see <laughs> I see where it can be sexual but I generally say slide it into the DMs because I slide like I think it'd be I like, sexual I like, and then it got right and then it's just kind of works like, yeah and then it, it kind of expanded be. yeah because i say like i make jokes like if i like if i like go and if i like message one of my friends from kindergarten like in on twitter or something i'll text them and be like hey i just slid into your dms i had a question you know so that's kind of how i use it like general term but anyways this girl slid in my dms and she was like <laughs> she was like hey what's going on like I have this product like I think it um I went or I think it would work good for you or like something I don't know this girl doesn't know anything about me but she somehow worded it as in like try my product right so I'm like so I'm I'm the type of person where I'm I I don't I don't want to ignore the girl because I don't want to be mean and 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 that's 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 part of my own personal inner struggle is that's a tough. I, I think that's one of the toughest. I think that's one of the biggest things. The like people one of the, pleasing. One of the hot button, hot button issues that doesn't necessarily get pushed enough. Yes. Right there. Yes. It's, it's like, if I see a homeless guy, am I an asshole for not dropping my change in his cup? And I mean that's the extreme example of it. But as far as if someone's in my direct messages with a promotional or give me money, oh. is it okay for me to say fuck off? I, I need my money. Right. Or not to say fuck off, but to just ignore but, that person, right. you know. Right. We well, have something to say. Don't give homeless people money like they Give them give them food. Give them food. They're gonna they're gonna take your money and spend it on drugs. I've given homeless I've given lots of money to homeless people. <laughs> And then I real someone told me like not to, and I was like, well, why would I not? Like they're not gonna buy food with that. They're gonna go buy more crack. So don't give them any money. I have heard they can, that. They can get they can get food pretty easily from homeless shelters too. So they're literally out. If you see a homeless person, like they know that they're in a spot where they're gonna make bank off of you and buy a whole big old crack rock wait, later wait, now that we're on the topic of homeless people can i can i tell this funny homeless story homeless man story not really funny but so in shady side 
like right, it was like right at the beginning of October, there was all of a sudden this shady side slayer and this man was going around with a scream mask, like that, like that scream mask. He was going around with a scream mask, and he was robbing people, like at gunpoint, and like with a knife and shit, right? So I'm thinking, like, literally, like someone got robbed 10 steps from my apartment. Like, you know, so it's like, whoa, crazy shit's happening, what's going on? So me and Deb, my boyfriend Deb, we're like, we're talking, and we're like, Man, who could it be? You know, like we're just we're we're trying to figure out because Shady Side, honestly, like with the little neighborhoods in Pittsburgh, you know, you have Oakland is like college central because that's where Pitt is. You got Squirrel Hill, you got the rich Jewish people, you know, and Shady Side is kind of like, um, it's considered upper class, like middle, like thirties, thirties to 40 age people. That's kind of on it, like the population. And so it's a very, it's peaceful. It's a peaceful neighborhood. You don't have a lot of shit going on because you know, there's not a lot of young people running around or whatever. I don't know. So, you know, shade bottom line is shady side has always been considered a very safe neighborhood. So, you know, we're trying to figure out, we're talking to our friends. We're like, who the hell could this like person be just wanting to terrorize shady side of all the places? Like go to South side, like go to Oakland, like go to these places where it's like, you know, like, it, it happens all the time. Like, why pick shady side where, you know? And it's so funny. Devin came to this revelation one day. And, like, there was this homeless guy that sat on Walnut Street, like, the main drag in shady side. And we would walk by him, like, all the time when we would go to get Chinese pickup. We get Chinese takeout, like, at least three times a week, right? So we're walking by this guy three times a week. And he's sitting there, and he's always like, can I have money, can I have money, blah, blah, blah. So the first, the very first time we walked by him, like Devin has a really big heart and he, he, he's someone that like, you know, you, he's easy to get like, oh, I'm sick. I'm hurting. I need money. And and he'll give it right. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's a bit of a sap, but that's why I love him. So, (laughs) so we walk by this homeless guy, right? And we don't carry cash on us. Like, I'm sorry, but. I only use my debit card. I never have cash on me. He never has cash on me. Like, it's just not needed, I feel like, right now. So, all he had was a couple, like, I think he might maybe had, like, 75, 85 cents. Um, you can go and get, like, a McChicken for that or something. I mean, you can get something with that. Like, it's not like it's a penny, you know, that you can't, you know, get, make it into Even something. Even if you can't get something with it, it's progress towards something. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, so so Dev, he pops in, you know, this, like, 85 cents into this guy's cup, and he just, this homeless guy, like, was like, oh, real, oh, what's that gonna get me? Like, totally ungrateful asshole, just, like, was yelling and, like, are you kidding me? This is all you can afford, like, you know, yeah, and it's like, are you kidding me? But get this. Pick up your saxophone and keep playing there. <laughs> and just well, appreciate. Well, get this. I don't know. Get this. Ever since the Shady Side slangs, we have not seen this man in his usual like spot. And he's been there. I mean, I've lived in Shady Side for two years, and he's been there for two years. Ever since this the Shady Side slaying has and robberies have been happening, that man has not been in his spot. We have not seen him. So we have this theory that this homeless guy like went kind of crazy and was just trying to rob people because he was getting sick and just getting changed. Sometimes that's a lot of uh, that's a lot of why people like do stuff because they're just like fed up with people too, and they right. they get this like yeah. they get so alone and. They're just like, oh, I'm going to take everyone out. Like, no one deserves to live. And, like, they're, like, done with humans. 
I think I think the messed up part about that is is that one way you could say like even if you had a video camera on someone that does that, you could say and 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 say they got shit on like people just threw garbage at this person their whole life and eventually they're like I've had enough and they went postal. You could say oh well, you know he was almost justified. You could say that. At the same time, you could say. Go ahead, go ahead. At, at the same time, you could their emotional well-being on whether or not someone throws trash at them. For example, you could throw trash at me, and I could smile at you. It's a decision. It is. But there's a there's a typical decision. You know what I'm saying? There's yeah. a sociological typical decision to someone throwing trash on you, and it's to defend yourself. Right, right. Yeah. In a, in, a, in a hostile manner, but you could choose not to. And when you choose not to, when you go against the grain like that, that's where progress happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> that's a, a very, very good thought. Um, that's great. I never heard about that, like, did they, so they never caught the killer or anything? No, nothing ever came out about it. it it's funny because I heard, like, a couple different stories, but, a, like, a close friend of ours, one of her friends tried to fight the guy, and he beat her up. <laughs> like, didn't shoot or anything, but he, like, beat her up. And so, like, ever since then, I, we haven't heard anything since then. That's so, nice. yeah, so I think, I, I feel like that was kind of, and that was, like, towards the end. That was the last story that I heard. So I feel like he kind of, like, pushed his limits a little bit too far and, like, kind of figured out, like, oh, shit, I better go find another neighborhood. And I think that's what happened because we haven't, we haven't heard of anything else happening. So. I, I think it's interesting that the neighborhood that this is occurring in is assumed to be middle to upper class. Uh, the reason I think that's interesting is because of how I see American society and you know the the Illuminati and the pyramid and all that symbolism and mm-hmm. there's a pyramid on the dollar bill and shit. Mm-hmm. The pyramid is yeah, it's the economic system. You have the lowest of the working class filling out the majority of the population, whereas the tip, the smallest amount of people control and have the most money. Yes. The the thing with that is though, the the pyramid, uh, looking at it in that imagery, it, I think it's. It's like elongated, it's stretched out. It's like, it's like there's, there's, it's, it's not, it needs to be smushed. It needs to be more even, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and the, the fact that something like that is happening in, in a place that it typically wouldn't, is like the bottom of the mud is working its way up the pyramid, like it's swallowing it up. It's like, just can't fucking take it anymore you know what i'm saying why why do we have to be here do we deserve to be here Mm -hmm. you know it's that that's a that's a trippy predicament one thing i learned about like living in california is like it's easier to it's actually easier to go homeless than i thought it would be you know you could if you didn't if i didn't have like parents that cared about me or anything like they or I pissed everyone off and everyone hated me. Like, I would have been homeless, you know, because, like, if it, someone didn't reach out, like, and, and be like, hey, like, let's get you back on the right track, you know, some people don't have that. And I've just been real lucky to that that's happened to. I've been able to understand that, you know, it 
it's not that hard to completely run out of um, finances and um, not know where my next meal is going to come to. Uh, it's just, it's like a, it's a scary th- thought too where, you know, um, maybe they made like a lot of bad decisions, but maybe there just wasn't like that community. They didn't have like a community to reach out, reach out and help them. So, you know, I think we have to, in order to like get like a world peace, you got to like pick up the people that are at the bottom and, and find like a program or have more, have more people out there. I just gave blood yesterday and I was surprised I barely saw anyone there giving blood. Like it's just, um, I think it's just, I don't know if it's America or the whole world, but it's just like a constant, like take, take, everyone's taking and taking. And then there's just people that are laying on the road and we're just like stomping over them. And then we're like stuffing our face with all this like shit food and like America in general, not saying like anyone in particular, but it's just like, it's, it's just scary if you really like take a step back and like, look what's like happening. And, um, and like, we like allow this, these people to, that are, um, just don't have anyone to, um, reach out to. Um, and I, I don't know. It's, it's, uh, you know, people are busy and don't have the time. Like maybe I, sometimes I have the time to think about more of this stuff, but it's just, uh, you know, it's just, it's just sad. And it's, I, I've been able to, to just look at the homeless view people as like a different perspective and, um, on, on it and that they're just, they have, some of these people have like really cool stories and maybe they, people choose to be homeless too. Cause they're just like, they've literally just, uh, given up had hope. given up on hope people, so. on other people. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I think it's in- interesting you said something about you know I don't know if it's America or or, or, or no you said it's uh, you know everyone in America and I agree and the reality is perspective and the true perspective is that if you're making twenty to thirty thousand dollars in America you feel poor but in reality, you're in the top 1% of the globe. Mm-hmm. The top 1% of the globe. And that's, we, we can't begin. We can't begin to fathom that, you know. Yeah. All we can do is look at the statistics and try to imagine. But we can't, we can't actually feel that level of poverty, nor do we feel that level of blessing. You know what I'm saying? Like, we should feel the 1% level of blessing at a, at, to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people, or a lot of us in America, is just consume, 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 take for granted, take for granted, take for granted. Yeah. Yep. But then there's also that, like I just saw on the news yesterday, there was a guy who um, was in India, and there's this like, like native people that like have been like so far, they don't want anything to do with civilization you're not even allowed to go to this like island of people. It's a, it's like only like 50 or 150 people. Did you guys see that? Yeah. 
so this guy, American guy, like, was going there to, like, preach Christianity to these people and <laughs> got, like, arrowed, like, I don't know why. It's not funny. It's totally not funny. It's just, like, why did you even go in the first place when you knew it was just not a good thing? But... Yeah, that is, that is pretty. At least, see, wow. I didn't hear the part about that he was going to preach, like, Christianity. So they, he said, they said possibly. They might have. Possibly, just... okay. <laughs> I'm like, okay, if he had, like, some good intent behind it, then okay. But if he was just going to be nosy and, like, just, like, barging on these people, like, to see what they were like, I mean, he probably deserved what was coming to him. Yeah, he's, like, he's, like, sitting there, like, he, like, had our idea, like, I'm gonna make the world better. Yeah. <laughs> <And> <laughs> it, was not, it was just not the right, not the yeah, right. He's, like, I'm gonna bring these people up off the bomb and show them how to live. And then they just, he, like, he's, like, hey, guys, what's up? Foo, foo, foo. <laughs> I, I think the funniest, one, one of the funniest things, or one of the funniest truths in the form of a metaphor I ever got was from my dad, and 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 it is really is directly related to that. He's like, if I swim in the ocean and a shark bites me, and I get back to shore, the, and the guys go, hey, we're gonna go find the shark and kill it, right? He's like, I don't think that's, I don't think that's right. I don't, I don't believe in that. He's like, if, if I walk into the shark's house and kick my feet up on his couch without permission, <laughs> and he chews my head off, I deserve it. He said, there's no way that I'm sitting at home in Hermitage, Pennsylvania, and a shark walks in through the door and kicks his feet up on my couch. And if he did, I would have every right to shoot him. So it's like, it's like we don't. We were so entitled. Like that guy was so fucking entitled, entitled to that island. Like, that, <laughs> like, that is partially mine. And, like, no, it's. Uh, I mean, no. I mean, in a sense, in a sense, you know, you'd like to think that we're all the same and we can all share the world. And yeah, but the reality is a little bit different. Yeah. And then today, the article was: family forgives the island people for killing their like family member and it's like well yeah like you probably should you're you're gonna have to at some point so i'm glad it didn't take very long it's it's unfortunate that someone you know i'm sure he had good intentions but i mean if there's just you you gotta let people be be themselves and you know um it's it's an interesting because like at the same time could this guy have offered them things that could have made their lives better maybe but yeah. you know at the same time white people sailed up to Africa and killed too many for us to keep track of <laughs> so so it's like you, it's, it's, it's a very it's thin tight rope it's a skin it's a sticky situation <laughs> very sticky situation that's funny yeah. well Liz I know you said you had to um go to if you have to can leave the podcast at any time we're just gonna keep recording <laughs> you guys are still going yeah you wanna keep you're gonna stay huh. this stuff is long <laughs> <laughs> Kayla, sitting over from here. the peanut gallery Kayla Arthurs yeah <laughs> hello I've been just sitting here listening to these weirdos so common <laughs> we were talking about vitamins common deficiencies in people are um, iodine is one of the most common 
vitamins that you're deficient in. Vitamin D, zinc, vitamin E, vitamin K2 especially, and calcium. Um, and it's interesting, vitamin D also helps your gut, the gut lining. I think I always kind of go back to your gut because that's what I struggle with. That's one of my struggles is um, I get like these bad farts and, and my gut's like messed up. But uh, you can repair the gut with vitamin D, fish oil, L-glutamine, grape, and grapeseed extract. Those are a few ways that if you are like me and have something wrong with your gut, these vitamins, I repeat, vitamin D, vitamin uh, fish oil, L-glutamine, and grapeseed extract. Those are a couple. Um, so I don't know. We'll kind of go into some more nutrition while we're on that. I, I think I think that it's interesting to bring up the gut, especially because everything we've been talking about, it's... Uh, I, I feel like I saw a recent research. I'm trying to look it up right now, so I'm not bullshitting people. But <laughs> I'm pretty sure that they recently science recently uncovered a series, like a, a whole entire mapping of neurons uh, lining the gut, almost as if it's its own brain. Like it has its own, like it's a it has its own mind, uh, like uh, electronically, and. Mm. They also found similar, not similar mapping, maybe. I mean, it might be, it probably is similar, but they also found a, like a mind type of understanding within the heart as well. But especially with the gut, that, the heart, because people always say, you know, go to your heart. And obviously the brain is a mind or the mind is a brain, but the gut, <laughs> you know. It's that's interesting. Like I think that there's, like, intuition and um, like trusting your gut, not your. It's not trusting your heart. You know, it's like something. I think that there's a direct connection to your brain and your um, gut, like, like your your stomach, the nerves. I and I've met someone with Crohn's disease, which is a digestive disease. And so they have an ultra sensitive like gut, which also CBD oil is one of the top cures for. Um, CBD. But they were like, I can, they can literally. She, I believed her too. Like she said that she could read my mind through her gut. Like her gut was so sensitive and directly connected to her mind that she could read like my whatever my mind was thinking. Like, that's how sensitive her gut was. It was, like, weird. Like, she was, like, I think telepathy and, like, kind of feeling the energies of the room and, like, your energy. I I believe in, like, electricity. Electricity is, like, your, like, everywhere. Like, it's just, like, your current. It it flows through the universe, you know? Um, Yeah, that's, that's, like, the, the... Marvel of mankind to this day. You ask a modern doctor at UPMC or you know whatever prestigious hospital where the electricity in the heart originates because it has you know it, your heart has an electric pulse that keeps it going. You ask them where it comes from. Where does it start? They will not have an answer for it. Mm-hmm. And that you know the that's like when people approach God, it, it becomes this. 
this teetering between yes and no and if it is right or true or false or and it's like the un- it's it's the unknown it's the literal unknown mm-hmm. it's like what what kind of name do you give it mm-hmm. the, the thing that started everything you know like what is like the definition of god like like basically i am i am christian but i also like to explore other thoughts on what every other religion thinks and um like what is the definition of god um like what you worship um i think whatever brings you joy and whatever your obsession is is like also your god kind of in a way like you shouldn't worship like not saying like go worship food if you like cooking or anything but in a way like what you spend the most time doing and thinking about is like your god and i've heard this from someone else who kind of mentioned that and that i'm not saying you have to believe what i'm saying and i I just thought that was a cool way to put it i never thought of like god being something you're obsessed over i i do agree with that and i think that uh, and if i'm gonna throw the bible into the conversation i have to say that it is probably not meant literally but that aspect of it um shit i lost my train of thought what'd you say like uh, um god being something you're obsessed over oh right uh the commandments thou shalt not take put any God before me like that's almost what he meant but then you have to ask yourself what is the God that I'm supposed to put before everything else mm-hmm. it's like it's like a riddle almost <laughs> but yeah I think that I think that's exactly I think that's what that's the at least the message that was attempted to be conveyed over thousands of years in a, mm. in a book yeah and uh yeah that's that's interesting and probably won't go too too deep into the um into religion but uh, it can can get real crazy yes say goodbye to the podcast (laughs) goodbye to the podcast thanks Thanks for having me on Thanks for joining, Liz. We yeah. wish you the best of luck and happy Thanksgiving. Thank you. This was fun. Happy we'll, Thanksgiving. Happy we'll have to do it again sometime. I'm going to sure. hit trips soon. And if you know anyone who has experienced a sticky situation, send them my way because I want to talk to them. I absolutely will. we got to get the message. The world needs to hear everyone's story. We're not stopping. This is the 12th episode. we got a lot of people. To, we got a, we got seven... We got 7 billion people, so there's going to be 7 billion episodes. You're going to have to split it. this one in half. Like. <laughs> well, some people... Because there's no going. way. Like, I think you should have 30 minutes. Like. 30 minutes? Yeah, because that's like the perfect amount of time, I think. How long have we been going? Like two hours, it feels like. It's an hour, an hour and 20 minutes. Oh. This is, this is good. Okay, well, two hours. Two hours. <laughs> I've been listening to you guys. Bye, everyone. Um, love so y'all. what? Are, love y'all. So what do you guys think are some? Yeah. Back to like the Zen thing. So how how do you um receive zinc in your body besides putting like sunscreen on? Because I know like sunscreen has like a lot of zinc, but what else has zinc? Well, I don't have access to the internet at no, this so moment. Because I, 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 that was just a question I had. 
I think like fruits. Like I thought kiwi has a what is zinc what is like, heavy in what, zinc what does zinc do like is it just for like your skin or what like what does zinc do for you let me ask you this why is zinc why is zinc in particular stand out to you because, do you feel like you're short well no because i watched short. an episode of phineas and ferb and all they talked about was zinc you ready yeah top <laughs> top 10 foods with that are where you, you know, sources of zinc. Okay. Okay. Meat. Meat. Shellfish. Okay. Interesting, they put those in a separate category. Legumes. Those seeds. Are... Nuts. Dairy. Eggs. Whole grains. Some vegetables. Potatoes have some. And dark chocolate, surprisingly. Dark chocolate. I know dark dark chocolate is definitely healthier for you than regular chocolate. That's been like a thing that I've heard, right? I think so. I think the higher percentage of dark chocolate you have is like the best for you. Yeah, I think it has more of like the natural cocoa plant yeah. in it. Maybe mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I think so, because after that, you're getting into milk chocolate. There's something, like, heart-healthy and, like, lower in sugar. Like, it's just more pure. pure. It's, like, getting, like, that, that high-grade marijuana. It's, like, you want that middies? You want that milk chocolate? Or you want that, you want that 90% THC-ish that's going to wipe you out? See you tomorrow. See you Monday. You ain't talking to no one this weekend. You out. <laughs> Where'd he go? He's gone. Don't worry about it. He had the dark chocolate. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That is funny. Wait, so wait, do we say what it does? What is what is zinc? Yeah, what does zinc do? What well, you the one to Oh yeah, I I I just want to know. Like I don't know what zinc does. I, got you. I thought I got it was you. I thought zinc was just in sunscreen. See, I'm learning. On that note, while we're on nutrition, um you replace 90% of the old cells with new ones every 3 months. So like when people say you're no longer the same person. Like, every day you wake up a new person, basically. That's like, trippy. Like, you're literally... You aren't the same as you were last year at all. Like, especially your gut. Like, I, I it comes back. That. It comes back to your gut. Like, your gut is, like, a lot of... Uh, more of your More of your body is foreign DNA, foreign substances, than it is, like, actually you. So, like... Especially what you ingest is, like, stuff from the outside world, and it's always changing. So, like, there could be some, like, complex bacteria in my body that's, like, controlling my thoughts right now. That's trippy. Damn. Or DNA. Zinc. Is responsible for helping make proteins and DNA. But... Mainly, it helps the immune system fight off invading bacteria and viruses. Oh, okay. Cool. Zinc. Strengthen your immune system today with zinc. With zinc. Walmart. Get it now. (laughs)
One for you, one for me. Zinc. <laughs> All right. Um, so let's go back to the subject of peace. Um, what is, what do you guys feel like, where, what, get, what brings you peace? Um, when I think of peace, I think of kind of finding your absolute happy place. Like, when you're in the state of mind where you feel complete, <laughs> um, all right. <laughs> Looks like we've got a ninja on its way down the steps. These. Gonna need my wallet and keys. Bye. We, we can edit We're that. saying we goodbye to Liz so one more time. <laughs> That's alright. So, peace. Um, I think of peace as. Do you want to hear the correct answer? Oh, there's I'm a just kidding. Answer. No, there's no correct answer. <laughs> Keep going. I think everyone... Simplify it. Simplify it. You're, you're dragging it on. Bring it in. Bring it in. <laughs> Peace is a state of happiness in everyone's mind. Everyone has a different view of peace, right? Like, my view of peace would be me staring out into the ocean and having, like, the way... Like, Next to your favorite dog. Is that kind of peace? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Unless the I dog's, like, licking me, f- then probably not. I'd be like, oh, stop that. I feel what you're saying. But peace is absolute happiness, to sum it down. Absolute happiness is peace. Correct. Right? Is that, yeah. Is that the correct answer? There, I disagree. There is no, <laughs> there is no correct right. answer. <laughs> then what is peace to you, Roland? Well, if, if peace to you is absolute happiness, then that is peace. And I don't disagree with that. I was kidding. But <laughs> <laughs> that being said, I think that when I'm at peace, I'm not mm-hmm. happy or like the opposite. I'm just kind of... Lethargic? No, right. not, not really. Not slower or... Or like absent of energy necessarily just kind of indifferent almost like if I'm really happy at the moment I know that shortly after there's going to be an equal and opposite down wave almost like even if it's even if I'm not even if I don't like dwell on it I st- it's still in it like that's how emotional energy I feel works and whenever I can it's like it's like all day you go up and down and up and down and up and down and then eventually the up and downs get smaller and smaller until they almost like flat line but Mm. in a less that's i think that's why people say like oh like your grandmother she's at peace now like she's at that equilibrium that flat line that makes sense now so yeah i guess you're right like it's not actually absolute happiness because i don't know it's but you can be happier in that place yeah you could be but 
at the end, like being at peace, you're at that flat line. So. Mm, like a neutral, being in the neutral zone. You don't feel, you don't feel strongly one way or the other. It's like, um, I like like the word Zen a lot. Like it's a beginner's mind for every experience. Like you're like, like a newborn baby coming out of the womb. Dude. Okay. No, I don't know. <laughs> no, exactly like that, brother. On in the trippiest sense. Have you ever seen Fifty First Dates with Adam Sandler? Yeah, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> you know when he goes to the mental institute and he meets ten second Tom? You remember that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Every oh, yeah. every ten seconds the guy forgets absolutely everything and reintroduces himself. Yeah. In my mind, God is like that, but vastly more rapid, like vastly quicker. He's not 10-second Tom. He's half of a millisecond of a millisecond of a millisecond of a millisecond's millisecond. Like, <laughs> like mm-hmm. just continually. And, and the idea of God is, uh, a main idea of God has always been forgiveness. If you think about that, 10 second Tom could never hold a grudge. He wouldn't be able to remember. Mm-hmm. I think. I think uh, Being in that like present state and appreciating every second, like during, like, it's like sort of in that, that neutral zone and uh, not worrying about like the negative things that have happened. I mean, that keeps coming up over and over again. It's like. A lot of things like technology take you out of that like present moment and um, that's why I also like podcasts is like you're just constantly can listen into like what's going on at like that um, perfect timing you know um, yeah and also like es- extinguishing cravings I think is like how you kind of gain peace um yeah it's how you gain self-control too and the ego i think the ego is like a big thing that i've struggled with um and like you you know like thoughts are coming and going and the more you can detach yourself from your ego the greater you have to experience peace i know that's a note i've taken before and i really wanted to um, mention that um, I know that that's just no, I agree with that because I, I think that when we lack self control we beat ourselves up for going either too far up or too far down and mm-hmm. then in retrospect we look back and go why the hell did I do that mm-hmm. and living in the past is, is what causes that pain. It's like, if I hold this beer, <laughs> if I hold this beer out for 10 seconds, it's not that heavy. But if I hold it for 10 years, you know what I'm saying, 10 hours, 10 minutes even, it's, it's going to be so much heavier. That's how dwelling on the past affects us, I feel. Huh. Yeah, it's like a weight, definitely a weight on your conscience and your literally your physical body I think the 
the mind, the body, and the spirit are all like connected. And if you want to be healthy and live a long time, you have to. You can believe in God all you want, but if you're not moving your body, your physical body ever, your mind is like totally committed to God. But guess, guess what? Like you're not moving your body. Like you're gonna, you're gonna be like suffering even more probably. You know, not that everyone can even move their body, but you know, I just, I guess my maybe I'm wrong too I don't know but I think having a little little bit of everything moving because I feel like sitting is just the always getting everyone um, and then also kind of getting spiritual and and having like that he- healthy mindset too right um, yeah I, I think when we feel peace we feel close to God and God doesn't have time to judge, so he can't call up or down. So to feel peace, we have to be like 10 second, 10 millisecond Tom, you know what I'm saying? Like almost moving with it. But it also just... We, we, we might have to start a new podcast, honestly, and just talk about God. Like we yeah. can go on for so long. Yeah, that, it, always com- it always comes back to God. And I think in every podcast, someone mentions that as like being a way out of their struggle. Like, and um, I do really feel it, it helps everyone. And, and you can go into real big um, depth about, you know, scripture. Really, it's a, it can get sticky. Um, yeah. How about we talk about lucid dreaming instead for now? I hear that. I I just got a book on It's called Lucid Dreaming. And I've always kind of... I'll go to sleep with some beta waves or um, different sound that have like a frequency to like put you into that. Basically being awake in a a dreamlike state. And I hope with this book I can really... um, do it frequently because I feel like maybe I've had that before but being able to really control it and control my dreams while I'm asleep maybe will also help me control the dreams when I'm awake definitely I've read a a bunch of different techniques that you can practice throughout the day to try and induce lucid dreaming and I've tried them myself and I haven't really had much success, nor have I tried that hard, if I'm being honest. But what I can say is what piqued the interest was a lucid dream. And I could recount that a bit. Uh, I woke up in the house I was sleeping in, in my dream. I wasn't awake, but it appeared to be. And I got out of the bed I was sleeping in and walked about the house and consciously made decisions it was really it was really it was it was surreal more than anything but there I think it if if you can lucid dream or if you happen to lucid a lot of people just happen to lucid dream by chance it's a I don't know it's almost a mold breaking experience like for example, I remember in my dream, I, I found a, a little blue, like, kickball, and I picked it up, and I decided to change its shape, 
with my like I I don't know why I decided it, but then it elongated and I pushed it back and it formed back into a ball and it was like trip. It was like one of the trippiest experiences of my life. Mm. But it's I, I think that in in essence, it's almost like our freedom finding its way somewhere else, you know, because I at that point in time I know I was in a different mind state that I am now. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So how do you feel like do you have dreams that like repeat themselves? Or like how do you feel about dreams that like keep coming back? Like I've had I, a few. I I'll 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 share mine. I keep having <laughs> dreams like used to be a pretty regular marijuana smoker and then not smoking marijuana anymore I'll still have these dreams where I'm smoking in my dreams and then I'll wake up and I'll um, realize that like I didn't I'm, I'm okay I didn't smoke or anything and I don't know what it is but that dream always comes back to me it's like something maybe it's like a trauma or maybe there's other things like connected to that but I always think of like I'm like get I'm like I feel it I'm in my dream and I'm I'm baked like and it's awesome and then I'm like oh shit I got a drug test to pass and then I wake up and I'm like okay I oh I didn't smoke okay I'm I can pass the drug test I'm good like but it's like I take a couple minutes and that's just one of those dreams that keeps coming back to me I don't know if you have anything like that too I I've had some some reoccurring ones I don't know if any of them were like on weed but I definitely noticed that when I stopped smoking weed the dreams like kicked back in like cause I wasn't dreaming as much when I was smoking constantly really yeah I think I know what you mean though and that's a that's kind of an important part of life is the dream too right and if I think like maybe smoking too much can cause that uh that like lack of dream or lack of memory like the sh- they say the short term memory um yeah that's interesting i've had a couple i've had a couple reoccurring things i'm trying I'm trying to think of one because the, 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 the first one that comes to mind is almost too abstract to put into words but I, I'll try for for the the sake of our way of communication mm-hmm. uh, I I'm, I'm like a, I'm on a pirate ship in a sea of almost trash like there's no water at all like it's just a sea of things but it's acting like water and you know there's the pirates and like the captain or just and then all of a sudden through the the wind brings in like a like a card like you know two clubs or seven of spades or something and people start freaking out and then the card like something comes out of the it turns into like a like this weird frog looking monster some I don't know some weird like random monster looking shit and it starts chasing everybody and then the dream skips and I'll be outside a gas station about to go into the gas station card blows by in the wind lands on the ground some random card and the same thing happens 
and it would like go to different locations and it would be in the same dream and then I'd have the whole dream over again. It's like, is, do you remember what card it is? Like what? I feel like it wasn't a specific one. I feel like it changed, but I'm not it's positive. It's just like a, a card, like a, land. From a deck, yeah. Hmm. But you keep having, like it's specifically the pirate ship and then somewhere it the card comes and you go somewhere different. You like the teleport. Ca- the card, to- the card comes and people know to get away from it, and like, and the and the cards almost spawns some type of monster that like attacks people. Mm-hmm. It's really weird. It's weird how like when you f- wake up fresh from a dream, you can like describe it vividly. Like you have that when you're in that deep sleep, you have that like vivid dream, but then. Like I only re- I remember like vague details from like uh, um, like repetitive dreams, you know. But it's hard to like really go take your mind back into that like dream that you've had over and over again, and remember specifically what it is. Like I remember being in control of my dream sometimes, and like being able to just like blast off and like start painting a picture in my dream, and like really like control what the people are doing in my dream and you know it was like a freedom in a way but it also it was like it was my I knew I was aware that like I was asleep in a dream and awake at the same time and it's like it's it's like a really it's a cool thing if you could just make that happen anytime I think and like um, that's what I want to hopefully learn in this book, this next book I read, is, like, how to really maximize everything that's happened, because I might be, like, sleeping for a month and just be dreaming and, and like, having, I might, yeah, like, why not, like, um, and, and do what I want to do, like, in my dream, while I'm asleep, just, like, be there permanently, and like live like a whole new life like the life I really want to live because I mean I love my life right now I'm grateful and everything but like let's face it like if you're in a dream and you can be like the creator and paint the pen like doesn't that just sound like is it a bad thing to want to do that maybe shuffle the odds in your favor right give yourself two sevens yeah a little dice roll though I mean, it would it would kind of suck though too if you just know you're gonna constantly win the the dice roll. I wouldn't want to be there all the time, I guess either. Man, that just that made me think of one of the trippiest things I ever heard. You ever listen to Alan Watts? Yeah. Alan Watts was trying to describe existence and what it was like before this level of consciousness, and he goes, "Imagine you're God." So, you project yourself out to your nearby surroundings. You're not really in harm's way. It doesn't feel like you're in harm's way. And you can do whatever the hell you want. It's a great time. Well, eventually that gets boring. So, what do you do? You project yourself out further. So, things are... Things seem like they can harm you, but they can't because you're God. And... And you go about and you, you face these trials and tribulations, but essentially you conquer all of them because you're God and you know you're God. 
So he says, you do that for long enough, what happens after that? He goes, well, you project yourself out further to the point that you forget that you're God. The trials and tribulations become real. They feel real. They become real. It's like the trippiest thing I've ever heard, man. It's like, wow. Yeah, and it's even crazier because he, like, wrote that stuff back in, like, the 1900s. Or, like, he was like, wow. I haven't listened to anything of him recently, but I know, like, everything he says, like, he has that voice. And uh, it's like, whoa. I don't know. It just seems like... I always see him on YouTube, like, that's where I heard, I first heard him, like, he came up, I was like, oh, listen to this, and I'd listen to him, and, um, but yeah, he has, like, tons and tons of, of videos, he looks like, was he in movies or something, that guy, like, Alan Watts, or was he, like, sure. just, like, sort of, like, this, this speaker, but he kind of, like, make, I remember, like, there, there were some videos, and he, he just really made sense of, of, of certain topics he's really yeah he's really a guru of the people but I don't know if he was ever in movies if he wasn't he should have been but he seemed like kind of like a white dude he wasn't like Asian or anything you know? oh yeah he's definitely a, definitely a white dude but just like woke AF yeah <laughs> woke as fuck <laughs> <laughs> oh that's funny well that's awesome um Jeez, I think we basically covered in everything. We've been going for um a while. Let's see. Part one and two, maybe. What do you think? Let's put it up. This is uh this has been the Joe Rogan's podcast. I'm Joe Rogan. <laughs> hey, I'm fucking Joe Rogan. No, I'm not. Um. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Inspired by Joe. Inspired. Joe, if you're out there, I want to... Let's hang out, buddy. I love you. You're your biggest fan. Number one fan. (laughs) Joe, just answer my text. Just give me a... Tell me at least you've read my messages I've been sending you. If you're out there. I know it. Um... Yep, this has been uh, Surviving Sticky Situations with Matt Authors and uh, Roland. Thank you so much for um, talking to me about your things. Oh, but, so have you, any other things from your experiences, a summary that if someone's out there listening still after all this time, if you listen to this whole podcast and made it to the end, that one person that you're going to change and give hope to, what would you say to them? Wow. Big responsibility. Little time. You got to, you got to have laser focus. You got to understand those three things. You got big responsibility. You have little time. And if you want to be successful, you need laser focus. Nice. All right, well, we'll see you next time. This has been episode 12 or 13 of Surviving Sticky Situations. We'll see you next time. I'm your host.
Matt Rogan.